1: More positive signs this weekend. Attendance for Sunday's Indianapolis 500 was 135,000, about 40% of the track's official capacity, but it's still a big, big number and easily the highest attended sporting event in the U.S. since the pandemic. In addition, more than 50,000 fans attended the Coca-Cola 600 right here in Charlotte. And the third trend? Fenway Park returned to full capacity on Saturday. So again, more positive signs around the sports business this weekend. And this is your Morning Buzzcast for Tuesday, June 1st. I'm Abe Madcore. Hope everybody had a great Memorial Day weekend. Hope you were able to rest and be with friends and family. Let's catch you up on all the sports business headlines. Everybody is talking about Naomi Osaka withdrawing from the French Open, citing concerns for her mental health. We talked about this on the Buzzcast late. Last week, because her move to not appear at post match press conferences took tennis leaders by surprise and we hinted that it would grow contentious with the leaders of the sport, and it did. Osaka said she was tired of the negative questions about her play during these press conferences. She said it impacted her mental health, and on Sunday after her first-round win, she did not attend the post-match news conference. She was quickly fined $15,000 by the French Open, And then it seemed like everything snowballed because the leaders of the four Grand Slam tournaments, the Australian, French, and U.S. Opens, and Wimbledon, then threatened that she could be expelled from the French Open and face more draconian penalties if she would not fulfill her media obligations. So everybody started to see this really snowball on late Sunday because tour officials have long believed that press conferences are an important part of promoting the game of tennis and the athletes. And while few players publicly fully supported Osaka, on Monday, Osaka feared she would become a distraction, so she decided to withdraw. She said she plans to take some time away from tennis. She did not specify whether she would play at Wimbledon, which begins in just a few weeks. But we have talked a lot on the Buzzcast about what a global superstar, the 23-year-old Naomi Osaka, has become. She is the biggest draw in the world of women's tennis. She has also signed a number of brand endorsement deals over the last year. Now, she has never spoken publicly about her depression. She said it began after her 2018 win at the U.S. Open. Remember, that was the one where the fans were so behind Serena Williams, but Osaka won that tournament, and she said that led to her depression. Now, what goes on from here? Will the rules change? Will there be players who receive some sort of special treatment? How will the governing bodies and the big Grand Slam tournaments react, and how will Osaka Respond in the days ahead. We said last week this would be a big story. It certainly is. Let's shift to the NBA because, wow, more fans behaving badly across the NBA. We saw what happened Saturday night in Boston. Last night in Washington, a fan ran onto the court during the 76ers Wizards game. I think it was the third quarter, quickly tackled by security. After the game, Wizards coach Scott Brooks spoke for about five minutes about how he has seen enough telling them to to, quote, stay home, your thinking is barbaric, We don't need you, we don't need your dollars, just stay home, get away from us, end quote. So some very strong comments from Scott Brooks. We saw those echoed in other markets, specifically in Boston. So again, another story that we have to continue to watch, fan behavior, specifically at NBA games. Let's stay with the 76ers-Wizards series, because Saturday night's game at Capital One Arena was the first game at a U.S. sports venue where a legal bookmaker was accepting bets. That was, of course, the William Hill Sportsbook, which opened at that arena last week. NBA Commissioner Adam Silver, 76ers co-owner Josh Harris, they toured the new William Hill Sportsbook at the facility before the game, and exactly like Ted Leonsis wants it. Fans showed up before the game, were sitting at the William Hill Sportsbook for the Champions League final. Fans stayed late after the game to watch the next playoff game of that night around the NBA. So that's exactly what Ted Leonsis believes the William Hill Sportsbook will provide, a place where fans can stay at the venue longer hours and be more engaged, and that's exactly what the early results seem to indicate. In an interesting read around the state of the NFL, Peter King speculates on the future of NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell in his Football Morning in America column that was out yesterday, and Peter King suggests that Roger Goodell may stay longer than his current contract. Goodell is 62 years old. He is approaching his 15th anniversary as commissioner. His current deal expires in three years, so at the end of 2023, and King reports that a number, a clear majority, in fact, of owners want Goodell to stay beyond 23. They're very happy with the state of the league. Look what Roger Goodell's done in just the last year. Labor agreements, and massive media deals. Peter King also said there is no logical successor to Roger Goodell right now. He mentions in the NFL, Brian Rolap, who was chief media and business officer. He also mentions executive VP of football operations, Troy Vincent, and chief strategy officer, Chris Halpin. Now, Peter King floats some outside league possibilities, including Falcon CEO, Rich McKay, Ram COO, Kevin Demoff, and Chiefs owner, Clark Hunt, who Peter King says, I doubt he'd be interested, but he would be a good candidate. Bottom line is Peter King expects Roger Goodell to stay on through 2024 or 2025 and possibly grooming a successor in the last couple of years. But an interesting read by Peter King on the future of NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell. Let's end the morning buzzcast on this day around people like we always seem to try to do. First, the WWE has elected Atlanta Hawks CEO Steve Coonan and former ESPN executive Connor Shell, along with current WWE president Nick Khan, to its board of directors, John Oran, speculates that this is a continued move by WWE chairman Vince McMahon to evolve the organization into a media and content company. Remember, WWE elected Barstool CEO Erica Nardini to its board in October, and WWE made a big media move in January when it sold its WWE. WWE Network to Peacock. So those are some people in the news to keep an eye on. Also, the University of Oklahoma approved a contract extension through June of 2028 for its athletic director, Joe Castiglione. Joe Castiglione, one of the most well-regarded athletic directors in the nation. He will stay at Oklahoma through 20. 20- 28. So that is your Morning Buzzcast for Tuesday, June 1st, the official start of summer. Hope everyone again had a great long weekend. Get ready for a short week. Stay healthy, be smart, be good to each other. I'm Abe Madcore. I'll speak to you again tomorrow.
0: Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros.